So this episode is sponsored by KiwiCo. KiwiCo delivers monthly projects designed to make learning about science, art, math, and more fun and accessible. They have six different crates for kids of all ages. Cricket Crate is for ages zero to two. Koala Crate is for ages three to four. Kiwi Crate is for ages five to eight. Atlas Crate for ages six to 11. Tinker Crate for ages nine to 16 plus. Doodle Crate for ages nine to 16 plus. Each crate includes an educational magazine, project supplies, and detailed instructions written for kids. And we've been lucky enough to get to use some of these in our families. And the succulent garden? Oh, my goodness. I want to do it. (laughs) I do, too. I kind of want to steal it and just do it by myself. And then set it up next to my bathtub. Yeah, a felt succulent garden. It's awesome. And it's so pretty. And that must be one that's ages 9 to 16 plus. (laughs) It it is. And I'm going to do that one with my daughter. I'm going to see if she lets me because... It looks super fun. (laughs) What else did you guys get? So we got an Atlas crate, which is, I think, new since um, the last time we've done KiwiCo. And I'm super excited about it. It's it's, uh, geography. And so it includes a spinning globe, an Atlas adventure book, a world map challenge, and make your own trail mix. And it's for ages six plus, and I'm going to work on it with my seven-year-old who loves maps. So he's going to be all over it. Oh, that's great. We got a mechanical sweeper. Fun. So fun. And then, okay, a build your own rocket launcher. (laughs) What? (laughs) And a kite because it is a fun with flight kit. And that it's is so, so fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what else we got? What? We got a tinker crate that is a make your own hydraulic claw. Like, oh, how cool. Like, think this when you get the stuffies. Yeah. At the amusement park. So KiwiCo has a special offer just for Homeschool Sisters listeners. And listeners can get their first month of any subscription, which is a $19.95 value for free. Just head to KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters to check it out. So that's KiwiCo.com slash homeschool sisters to get your first month of any subscription for free. Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited about today's question because we've been getting lots of versions of it, so sounds like something that would be good to address. (laughs) (laughs) The sisters are speaking. Yes. Yep. So we're going to jump into that in just a minute. But we heard from somebody this week, and this is really, really cool. Laura um, left us a message, and she said that military families have access to tons, and tons is in all caps, of audiobooks if they go to their military installation library and register for their online resources. And that's so fun because we didn't know about that, but we're happy to share it. Absolutely. If it means more books. Yeah. <laughs> Free books. Definitely. <laughs> so thank you so much to Laura for reaching out and letting us know about that because 
we always like to share a good resource. So we're going to take a quick break for a sponsor, and then we will be back with this week's question. So our sponsor today is Epic, and Epic is the leading digital library for kids 12 and under. Epic has more than 25,000 high-quality, popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more. So we've both been lucky enough to test out Epic with our kids, and what has been really great is that it's packed with books that they want to read, you know, the ones that they're pulling off the shelves in the library and you're seeing in bookstores right now. It's got so many current books. Epic has a lot of popular books that you would see when you're looking online or when you're in the library or the bookstore. And my kids really love it. Some of the current titles that they have are Where the Wild Things Are, A Wrinkle in Time, Big Nate, Ramona, Sesame Street, and National Geographic Kids, which is a big hit for my 10-year-old. Yeah. And you know, what's nice is that you can look up a topic and then you'll find tons of books related to that topic. So it's basically like it's perfect for unit studies or for a kid who's got a new interest and wants to dive deep. And it's one of those things where it's a screen that you have zero worries about because your kids are just learning and there's no commercials and there's no in-app purchase concerns. You're just safe and your kids are reading books. It's just $7.99 a month and you can cancel anytime, but I don't think you'll want to because you'll find your kids are really enjoying it and they're discovering all kinds of great books and it's all right there at their fingertips. It's so handy. And Epic has a lot of really great parent features. One of the things I like is that they have a digital reading lock and that's perfect for homeschoolers. So you can actually keep track of all those books your kids are reading online. So Epic has thousands of audiobooks too and um, read to me books. So if your child is learning to read or just trying to get fluent with reading, it's the perfect fit. With Epic, parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account. And you can also create personalized collections for your children to use through the parent dashboard. So to get Epic for two months absolutely free, go to getepic.com and use the code SISTERS at checkout. Here is an example of the type of questions we've been getting recently. Presently, I have two little girls, a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I started becoming interested in homeschooling about a year ago. Since that time, I've become not just interested, but incredibly excited about the opportunities and advantages that homeschooling offers. My parents and in-laws are mildly supportive. My husband is completely on board, but I am worried about warming my oldest daughter to the idea. She just turned five and has many neighborhood friends currently attending kindergarten. She talks regularly about wanting to go to kindergarten or asks when she will get to go to. Any ideas on how I can help her not be completely disappointed? Oh, did you? Okay. So we both, we both had kids that went to school and then stopped going to school. And then each of our youngest has never gone to school. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We have that in common. (laughs) Um, Have your kids expressed any disappointment or anything about not going to school? I will say I can relate to the piece about the public school and neighborhood friends. When they go back to school, we do we miss them. And it is hard to see them at the same the same amount of time that we see them during the summer months. Um, so we just we try to work with that and we can talk more about that in this episode. So I've I've seen that from my children. My daughter 
is especially social and really loves her friendships. And she of my three is the one that asked the most about public school and what it's like. And we always say we take it year by year and you can go wherever, whatever works for you that year. She always opts to homeschool, but I would say she's the most curious. And it's funny when I ask about school and what the kids are missing or what they wish they could do, it's the school bus. Yeah. I think it's important to get to the why, like why they're excited about wanting to go to school. Because like you said, it was the school bus for you. And my son, it was the same way. Um, He wanted to be able to ride on the school bus and we did a field trip with his preschool and he got to ride on a school bus and he was like, okay, that was fine. (laughs) Right. It's funny what they're excited about. We just did a field trip into Boston with our co-op this week and we took the um, Boston Express bus and there's this, you know, so they got to ride this big bus with a teeny tiny bathroom and they were so excited. So they were like, this is so much better than the school bus because it has a bathroom. <laughs> gone like two times each. I think it might've been more exciting than like Quincy Market. But um, it's funny because it's things like that, you know, and if you're missing your friends, I get that. And there are ways to, you know, we have our public school friends that we love so much and we have our homeschool friends that we lo- love so much. And during the school year, we, didn't, we might not see our public school friends as much as we see them in the summer, but we still see them in after school activities. And I always reach out for play dates and, you know, if there's an event at the library or if there's something at our conservation center, we make sure we see those people. I just put extra effort, effort in there. And the same way when summer rolls around, we see our homeschool friends less because we're kind of hanging with the public school peeps. So it's kind of like it ends, ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. And it's helpful to just see, let your kids see what they're missing and see how you can work with it. Right. Right. And it's a little bit hard because when you're just starting out, they're not knowing, you know, how it's going to look. And homeschooling also, like if they see a movie, if they see a TV show, if they're reading books, Unless you're kind of going out of your way, there's not a lot out there that depicts homeschooling. So they Mm -hmm. also might not know what to expect with homeschooling. And it's kind of funny, like um, a lot of the shows that show you like what school looks like, it it takes place in like the hallways of the school. (laughs) Right. Or the lunchroom. <laughs> right. Like what they're, you know, like that's what school actually is when really it's like you have like four minutes to pass between classes. You're not mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not like Saved by the Bell where all the action takes place by the lockers, you know. Um, <laughs> and so that was the other thing I thought of was just introducing some things that depict homeschooling in a fun way and make it seem kind of relatable and like it's not this completely foreign thing like um, Sparkle Stories has a podcast or, uh, well, they, they have, um, a free podcast and then they also have downloadable stories. And for a really long time, we listened to Martin and Sylvia, which is about a homeschooling family. And my kids just absolutely love that. Did you guys listen to Martin and Sylvia? We did. Okay. We loved those stories. They inspired so much play and imagination over here too. As soon as they would end, my yeah. kids would be off doing what Martin and Sylvia were doing. Yeah. So I think that's a really nice thing because it just makes homeschooling feel a little bit more normal. And then um, there's 
the book by Jonathan Bean, This Is My Home, This Is My School. I was going to mention that one. Oh, were you? one of our favorites. Yeah, and I, I love that it just shows a normal family, and the illustrations are so funny. <laughs> and I love the photos in the back that he showed of his own upbringing, homeschooling. I thought that was really neat, too, so that kids can see that it's not only a great picture book, but the author really gets homeschooling and has done it before, too. Right, that it's real, that it's based on something real. Um, and that's like um, Charlie Goes to School by Reed Drummond. Do you know that series? Yes. Okay, yes. so um, Charlie is like, Reed Drummond is the pioneer woman, and then Charlie, um, I guess, was, unfortunately, their ranch dog. And so it's mm-hmm. told from his point of view, but it shows the family doing school at home. And so that's a really cute one. Um, and so there's things out there that you can find that show, even like Nims Island and Swiss Family Robinson, um, you know, that show families learning at home and then just kind of helping to like make kids feel like, all right, I'm not the only one who isn't going to kindergarten because if they're in a community where most of their friends go, they might feel a little bit alone in that. So do you have other things like that, that you thought of with books and movies and things? Mm, I think you covered the ones I was going to mention, but Sorry. I like, no, that's okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Just means we're on the same wavelength. Okay. Um, I was going to say, we like to point, I like to point out the, some of the benefits of homeschooling. I don't think kids, when you're homeschooling, so, you know, so much of your life overlaps with the education that I don't think they necessarily get all the time or appreciate that what you're doing, you would not be able to do if you were public schooling. So I like, we always send just as a joke, we'll send a picture to my husband to keep him updated on what we're doing with the hashtag. Cause he doesn't get hashtags and he thinks they're weird. So we always hashtag things when we send a messages, but we'll say homeschool today, hashtag homeschool today. And it will be us, you know, in Faneuil hall on a Tuesday morning or, you know, at the, CSA pick, you know, feeding the goats and, you know, whatever little field trip we're doing or cool project, we just point out that this, this is what we're doing for homeschool today. Oh, I love that. That reminds me of, um, Sarah McKenzie has a post just because we can days. Oh, Um, I like that. And there's a hashtag with that too, that you can look up and, you know, just, um, is celebrating the fact that because you're not in school, you do get to do, you know, have those adventures and do things on a day of the week. And I always joke like homeschool kids have no idea what it's like to wait, you know, like an hour and a half for a roller coaster or, you know, forever right. for a water slide because you can just go, um, <laughs> you know, on like a Wednesday in February and... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, celebrating those things and letting kids know, you know, that you can, you don't want to, I mean, you don't want it to be like brainwashing, like, no, (laughs) (laughs) we get to do everything better because we don't go to school, but I think it helps. And we get to do everything different. Yeah. To point out to kids that these are some of the advantages and that it can be a lot of fun.
Yeah. I, I asked my, I actually asked both my kids this question because I was curious to get their point of view. And my daughter said, um, you know, I said, what would you tell somebody who was kind of hesitant about homeschooling? And she said, just that you have more time. You have more time to pursue your hobbies and your interests and things that you want to do and that, you know, you're excited about. And in school, it's just so much more structured and you just don't have that same amount of time. Um, And so, I mean, that's kind of the main thing that she enjoys. And... Then I asked my son, and he the first question he said, like, um, well, are they worried about, you know, not being able to get together with friends on a regular basis? Because he's a little bit, he's kind of the more extroverted <laughs> um, <laughs> out of all of this. And I remember that was a really big thing for him, was finding a group and finding, you know, friends and people to hang out with. And, of course, there's lots of ways to do that. There's co-ops, but there's also, you know library programs there's our community has like different homeschool events like uh, there's a trampoline day and there's roller skating and um you know there's classes at the science museum and things like that so if you have a kid who's really extroverted and who really wants the opportunity to interact with other kids I think making sure that you seek those things out is really important and then like you said making sure that you make it a priority to stay connected with your friends, even if they are choosing to do school in a different way. I think it's also important to, to make traditions and to point out that you have these homeschool traditions. So I'm thinking poetry tea time and nature walks and nature journaling. When you speak to having more time, these are things that I know my kids wouldn't be able to do if they were in public school, they wouldn't be able to do them with the frequency with which we do them now. And it's good to just, you know, kind of savor those traditions, point them out and enjoy them. Absolutely. And, you know, just really listening to like, you know, if they're, if they're concerned about it, um, you know, a, a child might, that same child might go to school and then not be happy there either because they have some concerns or things that, so, I mean, just lots of listening and, and honoring that and keeping, school on the table, like what you said, where, you know, it's always an option. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what we say is, you know, if you guys want to go to school, we'll figure that out if that's what you want to do. It's never like we don't demonize school, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) I will say when I, when I drive past my old middle school and I see all the kids in there and it's like 98 degrees outside and I still see that they have no air conditioning. (laughs) There's a little part of me that's like these poor children, but I, I try really hard. I I feel like that in my head when the kids got off the bus at, you know, four o'clock and it's getting dark in November. I, there is part of me that's like, just stinks. Right. Yeah. But, but I worked in schools and I went to schools and it was fine. Like I turned out okay. And if it works for my kids, we will do that. And if part of the day works for my kids, we will do that. If a charter works for my kids, we will do that. It's all, I think once you begin homeschooling, you realize that you could just make it your own. You take hold of your education and you just make it work for your unique kid. Yes, absolutely. And you bring up a really good point that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's co-ops out there that operate very much like a once a week school or a couple times a week school. 
there's opportunities to, you know, do like a hybrid type thing. I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And I think just staying open and keeping the communication open and just kind of taking it year by year. And you're, you might have to try it for a little while. Um, because like we said, homeschooling isn't often depicted in like the books we read and, um, you know, the movies and things. And it, it makes it sound sometimes like you'll read a book. It makes it sound like it's just, it's all about like pranking the teacher and it's all about, (laughs) 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 you know, it's just nonstop, like class parties. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so they might need to homeschool for a little while to realize like, okay, this is okay. You know, Mm -hmm. you might have to say like, we're going to do this this year and we're going to see how it goes. And, you know, you can tell me what you like about it. You can tell me what you don't like about it and we'll keep working on things and we'll figure out, you know, what's going to work best for you. And letting them take ownership too. Like, what do they want to learn about this year? We did like a big, um, we put a big piece of paper on my patio slider and wrote all of our, you know, big goals for the year. What do we want to learn about? What field trips do we want to do? And just work together and plan the year and let them have a piece in it too. I love that. I love that idea of, yeah, because if you think about it, like you could ask a reluctant child, like, you know, um, you know, what do you want to do this year? Like if this was the only year and you can think about it this way yourself too. Like if this was the only year we were going to homeschool, like what would we do? And you can fill it with, Mm -hmm. you know, all these really fun field trips and all these like neat projects that you can do together and lots of games and fun books and building memories and, you know, poetry tea time and all the things that just, you know, especially if you're starting in kindergarten, Mm -hmm. like, Yes, there is some pressure nowadays to, you know, make kindergarten a little more academic, but you're not, your child is not going to be starting off that behind if you take a year where you really focus on connection and fun and memory building, like it's going to be okay, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So just, you know, just give that a shot and kind of see where it goes. And I bet by the end of the year, they'll start to see that this homeschooling thing is, is kind of okay. (laughs) (laughs) it can be a lot of fun yeah the other thing is that when you want to get started with homeschooling it's super exciting so you can get like really really excited to pull in like all these resources and like try to make kind of like a mini school at home and you just get all excited about it and just I want to remind parents like when they're starting their first year to not put too much pressure on themselves to like make it this you know like intensive school you know like we're gonna learn everything this year type of thing um I I did that and I burned out and I then my son went back to school for (laughs) (laughs) for half a year so I speak from experience that you know you just get really excited but um you know like with this question the kids are pretty young right they're they're five and three. Okay. So, so you have a lot of space. I know Julie Bogart has a great post that I often send to people who are getting, I get a lot of questions on my site about um, people who are stressed about preschool to kindergarten to first grade. And she has a post, I think it's called the best curriculum for a six-year-old and I'll link it in the show notes. 
but it's just, it reminds you that they're little and just enjoy them when they're little, go on nature walks, do some art, play a little math, read lots of books and you're going to be okay. I think we, we get too much outside pressure and we forget to just savor the moment because they're only little for a little blink. I love that post. So I do too. We will link to that over the show notes and we will have links to anything else we talked about today over at the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And it's been good talking with you today, Kate. It's always good talking to you. And we will see everybody next week. See you later. All right. Have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.